Mercedes the Mellow. Quite a nice fellow. Met 3T hit a rhyme a cappello that had the rhythm. And I had the rhyme. So then I hit of that one more time. It worked out. And then I worked it in Tony. Tony. Tony has done it again. Feels good. Yeah. Continue podcast ninety eight. Very nice. That was a that was a particularly Whoa. good slow jam. Sometimes you gotta slow that slow jam. <laughs> I I enjoyed the continue podcast ASMR channel that we just, started. just there you we go. just launched. It's a new backer perk, everybody. The ASMR. It's just me and Dave eating chips. Uh, <laughs> my name is John. <laughs> Hello. And I host a show with two human beings that is technically about video games and chips. Uh, <laughs> I, we're all here. We're all here this time. Sorry for the one-week delay between episodes, everybody, but we're back. We have Susan Arndt. Susan, how you living? Uh, I, okay, so the Olympics have been going on the past two weeks, and I finally mm-hmm. discovered what you need to do to enjoy them. You have to watch the Kencha Hall yes. broadcaster, <laughs> basically. And that's where all the good stuff is. I watched uh, trampoline, uh, men's trampoline finals. I watched artistic swimming, which is synchronized swimming. Uh, and it was the bomb. It was amazing. And uh, Is it distinguished from synchronized swimming? Or is no, like, it's, it, that's what it's it is. Just, it's, it's just synchronized, synchronized swimming. swimming. Okay. Yeah. And 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 uh, and sport climbing, which was just bananas. Like these guys are Spider Man. Like one hundred percent. Because the first the first thing you have to do is you have to climb a rock wall as fast as you can. So these people are just like boop, 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 six seconds. I'm like okay, that's oh not gosh. natural. That's not normal at all. It was awesome. I I would pay top dollar like a significant (laughs) sum of money to be allowed to just be a commentator for one of those sports oh god yeah but like would do would do no research at all like i I would (laughs) i would make sure that i showed up totally blind like wearing a dirty t-shirt and then like watch the trampoline competition be like man she's up there whoa (laughs) right holy shit one flip two flip wow what is she what is she german (laughs) <laughs> Russian. All right, that's fucking crazy, man. Wait, anyway. what? B E L. What? Ca- wait, what? Bel? Is that Belgium? What is that? Belarus? Is it Bel? Oh. Someone look that up. What is Estonia? It? <laughs> There's no. It's not even a B in Estonia. Oh, the next person's from Estonia. <laughs> oh, I have to kick to commercial. No, hold on. <laughs> wait, why is McDonald's wait. sponsoring this? That seems okay. Oh shit! Somebody's blowing me up on my phone. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on, Whoa, hold on. what she? I hold missed on. it. What'd I, she I, do? I gotta take this. I gotta take this. Hey. Yeah, no, I know Suicide Squad's on this weekend. Yeah. yeah. No, there's... T- yeah. Okay, she's bouncing. We get it. What? What do you want from me? <laughs> Ten. That's what they... They score it like that, right? Ten. No, they, they don't. It. Actually, they, they don't, Fucking, man. They don't. They, I don't Eleven. know. Just, just pick they, a number. They, we get a participation medal for these people because these get it. millennials are. It's S rank. They want to 
It's S rank jumping, folks. Uh, our Air- S rank airplane <laughs> airline food. What's the <laughs> What's the deal? Dating. Uh, that duh. sucks. Oh, uh, kids on their cell phones these days. Why don't they get a our our S rank dumb phone? Uh, I don't know, man. S rank podcaster working on his tight five is I Dave don't. Roberts. Uh, Staff Roberts. Dave my, Roberts. My brain is on empty, but it's fine. I'm here. Oh, uh, so before. While I was working today, I in the background I had something on. Uh, so Panic, the company that makes the Playdate, yeah, yeah, has a mm. podcast that they update intermittently, very infrequently, I guess. I don't know. They're, it's the sixth episode of it, and they did like a full hour and a half episode about the making of the Playdate. I love it. I oh, got cool. a, yeah, I got about halfway through it before uh, before I had to stop listening. But it's it's cool like if you want if you want like a deep dive of a company that had never made hardware before figuring out how to make hardware and all the like little problems that you have to think of to to make something uh, it's pretty cool apparently the inspiration for the final design of it was a famicom disk system cartridge that it looks like that that's yeah. it like really the, they're like that's like the that. color that we want that's it right there that's awesome that's yeah. really cool. I can't I, I, wait I to get mine. I can't wait to get mine. Yeah, I I'm so happy for you guys that like pre-ordering it was just like a normal thing. It was, like was a normal yeah. life purchase. Uh, and as I said to both of you that day, that you know, you know, that's going to be the coolest fucking box yep. in the history of boxes. Yeah. It's just going to be luxurious in every way. Um, Get I that, tell that, you guys, that fur sound when you lift the, yeah. the box of fur. <laughs> little box fart. Yeah. I, I think I'm going from three pieces of gaming hardware pre-ordered right now down to one. I okay. Think that's about yeah, that. smart. Dude, Wait, I, what, I, what yeah. all do you have out there? So I have, I have two fictional consoles and one <laughs> uh, useless console like a, a, in my future. I do have possibly. A, I have a Swoled uh, pre-ordered. Right, right, right. Because right. and like I, I, I'm waxing back and forth on that one. I'm waxing back and forth. Like it's, uh, I, I, I'll probably end up keeping it. But right now, I'm thinking about canceling it because it's like my Switch is perfectly functional. Yep. I've been playing. I've been playing all kinds of Zelda and uh, the Great Ace Attorney, which we'll be talking about later. And like, I, you know. It's not making me happy how the performance is on this hardware, but the screen is still nice. It I don't need yeah. Anyway, but I also the, have the only thing that I could, the only thing I could see you do is like if you have because you have that original launch model, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't care about hacking it, you could probably just sell mm, it and get yes, it, all of your money exactly. back. Exactly. And uh, you know, there is also Lyra is 5. She's right. at my my child is now 5. She's at the precipice where she could unfortunately become one of us and <laughs> she's always going to be cooler uh, than us though it so happens faster than you think so yeah uh, but the other two i have two purely hypothetical uh consoles pre-ordered analog pocket <laughs> which might be real that one's not going anywhere because uh, i am a believer i think it'll come it'll happen and the other they've shipped product before they've done it they've done it mm-hmm. and they, it was they were lovely uh, the other is the Polymega. That's never happened. Which is, so it's that's not technically a fictional console. They've made like ten of them, mm. and human beings—at least ten human beings—have them. 
And they were like, and they enjoyed them. They're like, yo, we know we, we you gave us a lot of money, so we're totally sending you consoles now. And they were like, but only if you ordered them like two plus years ago, yo. <laughs> so yeah, they've been taking pre-orders for this thing since twenty eighteen. Since twenty eighteen. Wow. And they're like, it used to cost three hundred dollars yes. too. And so you could order it rather than through them. There was a point in time where you could order it on Walmart. And even mm-hmm. even old Dave Roberts was content considering at the time, because Walmart, you can just easily cancel a pre-order for anything. No harm, no foul. Okay. And then at the be- in January of this year, Polymega was like, Oh yeah, sorry, you like all those are canceled. Reorder through our website. And now that they're shipping to people that ordered it three fucking years ago, they're like, yeah, if you were one of those people that ordered it through Walmart and then had to reorder that, you're getting it at someday. Maybe. maybe. So I don't I'm, know. I'm canceling that shit. That's that's not... I'm not going to get that machine. They're, Dude, they're going... $450 for like a, like a Celeron-based PC yeah. with a nice UI. Get rid of it. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's gone. Yeah. That's a so lot of I, money. So much money. It was only four hundred for an yeah. emulation box too. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's over. It's over. You could build a small piece. Like I was telling you, Anthony. Like this, you get a four hundred dollars Steam Deck. It's got Retro Arch. Look, put a memory card in there. Look here. You're done. Look here, Mister. That's cheaper. Look here, Mister. I'm selling my PlayStation Three. What do I need a PlayStation Three for? I'm buying a PlayStation Three. Guys, I'm selling my Wii. I'm selling. But what do I need a Wii for? I'm buying a Wii. I'm buying all the Wii games. I'm buying Dance Dance Revolution. You. Sir, <laughs> you've got you've got console habits as much as the next man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, guys, we we as Susan, Dave, and I were talking about uh, what we wanted to discuss this episode. A a theme accidentally emerged, uh, and it's barriers to entry. It's things keeping us on the outsides of games or things that we butt up against to get into games. And all three of us have sort of had adjacent experiences. <laughs> Susan, you've been playing a game that is adored by many people mm-hmm. that I've always skirted around the edges of called Darkest Dungeon. Yes. And you referred to its UI as an oubliette. Yeah. <laughs> which which uh, astute listeners of the show will remember that the, the UI oubliette term emerged when we were talking about Monster Hunter earlier this year. And it's 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 very descriptive. It is a user interface that fucking traps you inside until you die. Yeah. 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 So I, I had heard people talking about this game. I was looking for something to play. Uh, and uh, I heard so many folks talking about this, and and uh, PlayStation was having a seventy percent off sale. So I was just perusing mm. the offerings, and I saw that, and it was eight bucks. So I thought, okay, you know, I know people love this. It's eight dollars. If I hate it, at least I know what it is, and you know, I'm, I'm out like a latte. Who cares? Fine. The, the reason I never, the main reason I never paid much attention to it before was, was twofold. One, I heard it was incredibly difficult. And I mm. also heard that it's a roguelike, which is technically true, but not really. It has permadeath. Okay, so here's the thing. So here's the shtick. Okay, so your relative fucked around and found out. Is the, is the short way to put it. 
he had this, you know, this estate and he was doing stuff he shouldn't have been doing. And now there's all kind of monsters. And he's like, wow, <laughs> I have really screwed this pooch. The place is yours. Good luck with that. Kills himself. <laughs> I'm going to Cancun. Yeah, no, shoots himself in the head. Yeah. Oh, the can- Cancun, Cancun in his mind. Cancun in his mind. So, uh, so you, you rock up to this and it's like, gosh, thanks, Grandpa Uncle, you bastard. And you manage teams of adventurers to go clear out all the monsters so you can reclaim this estate. So there's uh, different areas you'll go to. You'll go to the cove. You'll go to the farmstead. You'll go to the ruins. And each time you go in, it is a new map. So that is a roguelike part. You will take consumables into the the each of these uh, levels that will not that you do not keep once you come back. You just you just sell them right back at a at a at a bit of a loss. So if you take 10 torches into it, the dungeon with you and only use eight, you sell two back for like half price. So that's the roguelike part. Also, your adventurers are classes. So you might have two grave robbers and three crusaders and a jester and a whatever. And they all, every single one has the exact same abilities. They have the same equipment, they have this. They start at the same level. They have the same. They might have different uh, skills unlocked. Like this one might have a healing spell unlocked, while this one has, you know, a, a, a damage over time. But every single member of that class is exactly is identical. They're clones. So if one dies, and they will, oh well, that one's dead. Go get you a new one. So that's 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 the. Sh- of darkest dungeon okay i said so wait are you are you permanent or it's just your you are permanent you are permanent but you're also not present in the world you're just like oh you should i'm going to upgrade your gear and oh you should have this trinket which buffs your whatever right okay so here's the thing so i'm playing this game and i'm playing it on the easiest difficulty because it says right out there, if, like, if you've never played it before, you should really start here. I'm like, okay, cool. And I am getting wrecked. Just <laughs> wrecked. And because here's the thing. In addition to your standard hit points, your health, you have a stress meter. And it's, it goes up to 200 points. And various things that happen in the dungeon will cause you stress. Getting hit might cause you stress. Stress. Certain attacks will cause you stress. There's a damage over time that causes you stress, right? At- Get a text from an ex. There's like an ex. Like, yes. You found a treasure chest. And there's a text from your ex. Yeah. And it's yeah, just it's like, like, God damn it. Can we talk? Yeah. Can we fucking talk? What? 100 points. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to 100 points, your character tips one way or the other they either find it within themselves to become courageous and virtuous and that buffs them and the rest of your party or they don't at which point they just start doing random shit like they might turn selfish and when it's their turn to fight they go nah I'm not dying for you fuck off and they just stand there instead yeah and when they get to 200 they have a heart attack 
and might die on the spot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right? So all my characters are just wigging out, wigging out, wigging out, wigging out. I'm like, what do I do? What the game makes absolutely no effort to tell you is that certain (laughs) characters have skills that can lower stress in combat. So like the jester, he's like a bard, plays like a little fancy tune and everybody's like, oh, I feel so much better now. I had to have Twitter tell me that. Because the game's like, nope. Mm-mm. There's this thing you get. It's it's medicinal herbs. It's one of the things you can buy to take with you into the dungeons. Sometimes you're given it for free. Why? You don't know. It's just there in your inventory. Okay, fine. But what does it do? It doesn't cure you. It doesn't heal you. What? the F do you do with it? So I go to, and this this is obviously super intuitive game design, I go to the glossary and I look up medicinal herb. And it's like, ah, you use that to cleanse a curio, obviously. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Cause oh. I found these like little, little baubles along the way and they do things like give, improve your strength, but decrease your speed. I'm like, oh, cool, if you have this, It'll take away the negative. Susan, how did you get to the glossary? Uh, like, <laughs> were you using the glossary regularly? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> okay, no, okay. no, absolutely not. No, it's a it's a uh, loading screen tip. Did you know that Fuck. there's a glossary? No. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. You must use it to cleanse these bubbles and make them not have negative effects. Nope, because that's not a curio, that's a trinket. A curio is actually... <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Once I cracked that part... Yeah. And and my my characters weren't, like, wigging out all the time and, and were in, in... And I could... I was finishing levels and getting money so that I could level them up and improve their skills and all... It got to be really good. Like, it's really yeah. strategic the way you have to... Because once they get to a certain level, they won't do low-level missions anymore. They're like, ha! Huh, that's not worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, crap. I guess I have to have heroes in a range of levels at all mm. times. It's really, really cool. I, I have to say, the, the art style is amazing. It's it's uh, 2D when you go yeah. through the dungeons, and everything is just gorgeous. The a- the animation is, is really pleasing. Really, really well-designed game. Very well-considered game. With the exception of the fact that you are trapped in a UI oubliette. I, I have been uh, dancing around trying this game for years. Because I love the art so oh, much. The art's I think it is yeah. so cool looking, and it's it, it's one of those things where it was uh, a, a sort of big indie game that made that jump to mm-hmm. Switch really early on, like Hollow Knight, and everybody was like, "Look at the sumptuous hand drawn visuals! Don't you want everything to do with it?" But I remember listening to somebody that really fell down the rabbit hole of playing this game for hundreds of hours start to describe it to me and I was like "Mm -mm, no thank you 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh for for two reasons, I, like because it both sounded infuriating, but also the exact type of thing that if I got over the hump of it being mm-hmm. infuriating, that that would game sounded like it would be like, problematic <clears throat> for me. <laughs> like yeah. uh, Slay the Spire, or like one of those yes. for you. Yeah, like I'm. Except like, this I'm has dating. an end. I think. Pretty sure it does. Right, but like, pe- like it's apparently so short that you're like, I'm gonna re-roll it now. I'm like gonna start doing it again. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. Oh, and yeah, oh. that's that's oh. the concern. Okay, uh, it's listening to you talk about like this medicinal herb nonsense, Susan. I've realized just the other day that we're now ten years deep into and i do not begrudge from software their their monumental success i'm so happy that from software still exists i love so many things that they've made over the last quarter century but man fuck you dark souls (laughs) i wish (laughs) you and your oblique bullshit had never stained our little world 10 years ago because this is the nonsense we find acceptable now and i say that as an asshole that's played through returnal twice now i'm like oh boy we'll find out what the astronaut does that's idiotic i shouldn't be spending our time this way man returnal Uh, does absolutely nothing to tell you anything not gonna tell you a goddamn thing but like that's like that's almost the point for some people now like yeah, that's that's yeah. what they come to things like darkest dungeon for how how much time do you have in there at hmm. this point susan um, like how how long was it until you broke through oh golly the threshold and like we're like oh now i love this uh it was well it was probably four hours of floundering around that's a long time yeah well i mean because i was i would I was learning other things, but mm. it, it just un- until I understood how to manage stress and and not just that, but understood where to start looking for things to understand how all the systems worked. I was mm. just sort of you know throwing things at monsters and going, maybe that'll work. <laughs> maybe this time. Yeah. Uh, Dave, this Darkest Dungeon originally came out when you were like at your peak indie game omnivore period. Like there was a, a chunk of time where like anything that was getting any buzz and was an indie PC game, I, I knew that I didn't have to play it. You yeah. would just tell me if it was good or not. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you did you go down this this hole? At some no, point? because again, it's that it's that problem that that susan initially had where it's like it's a roguelike and also it's oblique as hell Mm. and like i i was like man like if i was the kind of person to devote hundreds of hours to a a single game which we'll get to (laughs) (laughs) this would be great but like at the time i just i wasn't really into it 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 was was, even when it was on vita it was like it was just too much Mm. like the the i just did not respond to it at all it reminds me of like like hearing you talk about it it reminds me of like the big ass board games that not only do they take like eight hours to play but also take like 10 hours just to understand the rules and then you have to play it two times just to really understand how 
all the pieces yeah. fit together. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, so the third eight-hour game we play, we can really enjoy it now. And you're just like, oh, I have kids, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to shower. I have to like go yeah. feed myself. Uh, you're playing this on Switch, right, Susan? No, is... I'm playing oh, no? this on playing PS5. This on I am told the Switch port is not that great. Oh, really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's yeah. that's always I I've always said if I was going to play it somewhere, I would play it on Switch. But it it, it seems like it might have like a lot of tiny text. Just like nope. it might be a lot of no. 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 Well, mm. on a Switch, maybe? Nothing in the actual gameplay. The, the text that would be tiny would be, like, what does this trinket do? Or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Because the story doesn't really exist. It's just, you know, right. bad things! It's just Go an kill excuse. Yeah. yeah, it's an excuse. So it's not like you have to be able to read tiny text to do the game at all. Sure. All right. Uh... <laughs> I I've also heard from people that it's just like really a bummer, like it's just so oppressive to play. I Has mean, that been in your experience? Well, <laughs> okay, so we've talked before about how like I bring my own narratives to things, yes, and so accurate. like I have my favorite characters, and so they all have their personalities that I imagine, and then there's the ones I don't like, and I'm like, whatever, you can go die, it's fine. And, you know, so the <laughs> ones like, oh my gosh, you've got scurvy, I have to take care of you right away, let's get you to the nurse, the, a thousand gold, it's worth it, I love you! <laughs> and then, you know, another one, it's like, oh, you're bleeding out your eyes? <laughs> so... Whatever. Suck it up. Yeah, God. I'm, did you have to be able to see? I don't think you did. Uh, so, it, I mean, that's it's it's the shtick. It's very gothic. So, uh, I don't find it oppressive, but I'm also not taking it all that seriously. So, you know. I, you know what it really sounds like? Just based on you were describing it now and everything I've always seen of it, it seems like if Eternal Darkness was classy. It's like classy Eternal Darkness. Because oh. Eternal Darkness is trash. I'm not saying that's not an amazing game. <laughs> it comes up I love right it, before but what, it is what was, some uh, fucking for real USA network it is. up all night garbage town follies. Yeah, there it was you go. before like it was yes. Jag repeats and then yeah. Eternal Darkness. And then Lefemme. Silk Nikita. stockings, maybe. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, a little silk stockings. That's what you know, and then you need at to like, go to bed. You know, two a.m. Swamp Thing would start. That's there you go. The, yep. Just shut it down. This, yeah, but like dar Darkest Dungeon sounds like you know you've you've watched nature on PBS <laughs> on Sunday night. And you're like, ooh, now Darkest Dungeon's going to start. They've banned this from the BBC. <laughs> It's uh yeah, it's definitely in the same zip code for sure, but in the nicer part of it. It's that's yeah, the nice part of town. Yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, did the, did Darkest Dungeon snap you out of the doldrums? I mean, it's been a few weeks since we've recorded, but you know, we we were all in a place where like nothing was really clicking, and it seems like this is clicking. Uh yes, definitely, because I tried Planet Coaster, and okay, I am good. 
at like we know this right like i will throw Mm -hmm. myself at a sim game until i crush it and make it my toy yeah. Planet Coaster just defeats me. I I apparently I can't. First of all, I can't design a coaster that doesn't kill people, so that's a problem. <laughs> problem number one. That's problem number one. Uh, yeah. So what? So uh, and my husband saw me um, playing it, and he started doing it, and he's brilliant at it. Like just immediately. Like I'm you know, selling scenery to try to have enough money to pay the staff. And he's like, I've got $74,000 in the bank. What's up? So I'm like, okay, I don't play this game anymore. And that's when I, I, I switched over to Darkest Dungeon. Susan, I'm going to write to the people that make Planet Coaster. And I'm going to say, can you guys just like very quickly throw in a T-Rex paddock? <laughs> See? Throw it in. Yes. And then everything would fall right into place. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, God, I cannot uh, wait for that game! Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I, I, that's the type of thing that I like to... I rely on you two to live vicariously through with that type of game. Uh, much in the same way that I know you guys like are like, oh, I wonder what it's like to play a Japanese... PS2 game that nobody's thought about in 18 years. I, I don't know why George, George Lucas, Lucas lives in your head. <laughs> I don't know why it's George Lucas is your internal monologue, but that's what's happening. I wonder what uh, a Berserk <laughs> sequel for PS2 is like. <laughs> kind of fucking power of myth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder if George hunting Lucas starring a... Poltergeist stands up. Let's play. Let's play through that this weekend. I wonder if that Capcom Capcom board game Under the Skin, where an alien talks to Nemesis from Resident Evil, is any good? I'll ask Anthony. Uh, yeah, that's a real thing. There was a the Capcom made a board game game called Under the Skin, where there's like weird gray aliens, and it's like super cartoony, and they invite people to play the game, and there's like hyper cartoony uh caricatures of other capcom characters like jill valentine and nemesis it's very weird oh is this a video board game or a board game board game it's a it's a playstation 2 game it's like a place it's like uh yeah it's really weird see this this started (laughs) all right then yep this started as a bit yeah (laughs) our entire relationship the three of us started as a bit let's be honest started as a bit Continue podcast started as a bit, everybody, and here we are. Um, almost 100 episodes. We're so close. We're so know, close to 100 I know, episodes. I know. Um, oh, so snap! Our 100th episode is going to be a video episode. Yeah, it's awesome. We're going to we're gonna have, to, we're gonna have to blow it out. Yeah, I love it. Um, so one of the things that I always have to live vicariously through YouTube with most of the time is visual novels. Mm. I used to love visual novels. I used to fucking love them. And Hotel Dusk, you know, when yep. the Ace Attorney games were coming out to DS, that sort of like 999 when that first hit the yep. DS, I just loved it. And I have fought, like, it's not that I don't want to play them. I want to play Dragon Roomba. I want to fl- play 428. Like, I, I, I'm very interested in all these things. And every single time... I attempt to play a visual novel now, it, it just 
doesn't work out. And I like I didn't finish Thirteen Sentinels. I thought Thirteen Sentinels what? an amazing game. I I couldn't finish it. I just what eventually ha- what I was like, "What happens? What?" So, they, I finally cracked the code. Ooh, okay. Uh, and it happened this past week because Great Ace Attorney came out. Okay. And great the Great Ace Attorney. Uh, if anybody listening isn't familiar with this game, it's like a miracle that the Great Ace Attorney is coming out at all at this point. The It originally came out on 3DS in 2015, and Susan, you and I freaked out about this way back in the day when it was first announced, because this was during the joystick days, Yep. and Capcom was like, hey, we're making, we're making Ace Attorney. But it's in the 1890s, son, and we're going to do Sherlock Holmes, and it's going to be all Victorian and shit, and it's going to be the beginning of the law, and Penny Dreadful Investigations, and fuck yes! Who doesn't want that? Exactly. I want it. Right now, I was like, oh shit, Miles Edgeworth's going to have the goldest pocket watch. <laughs> it's just going to be... It's going to be tight. And then Capcom... Capcom was still in, you know, those days of like, no, you s- stupid Americans, we're going to make Umbrella umbrella oh, Corps God, yeah. for you, yep. and we're going to keep this for ourselves. Uh, but they finally, they put out both games in a comp for Switch, came out last week, and it's beautiful, it's lovely, uh, it looks great on Switch, it has just like this gorgeous art. I don't know if you guys played Ace Attorney 5 and 6 when those came out for 3DS about five, yeah. six years ago at this mm, point. I think I did, yeah. But, like, you know, it was it was like a weird place because they, they improved the animations and everything, but it was still dinky on mm-hmm. a little 3DS screen. And then they were doing the HD versions for Wii U and iOS and everything, and they looked too, too clean. Like, Ace Attorney remasters for... Uh, iPhone and stuff. They were just. It, it, it what if we took all the pixels out, and made it look right? Yes. Drawn. Like, yeah. It, what if? We, and it just it looked it looked wrong. It's like, the, like, it, like it the, has... the, the the problem that I had with that WarioWare Gold on 3ds, yes. where it's like yeah. this is supposed to look like shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is supposed to look chunky and weird, and you've made it look too clean. Yeah. Great Ace Attorney on Switch cl- cleans all that up. Like you really feel like you're playing this gorgeous cartoony still gamey thing okay and it's it it starts out and it's you know you're you're in japan right during the meiji restoration and they're all all the rich people are sort of adopting european fashion and architecture and the governments you know just signed their trade agreement with the british and it's it's just awesome like i was completely drawn in and I finished the first case and I just like I like at one point I was like I can't keep going I just can't keep going and I was like why why is this happening again with another visual novel and it's nothing to do with the games I've realized finally I cannot get a visual novel to sync up with the way I naturally read oh interesting yeah it's like uh, so I don't I don't like listen like the pace is too slow for me mm-hmm. if I just let the dialogue run natural. Yeah. It's way too slow. It's just like I'm like get pick it up. This is not how I engage with a story. Like go, go, go. But then if you set it to like, you know, uh 
And I, I will say, Greatest Attorney has these great accessibility features. You can literally turn off all the investigation stuff. It has something called reader mode. Oh, wow. And it will, it will present the case for you, and you can just read it like it's a book if you so choose, which I think is an awesome feature for something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can also set it so that if you click the button, it will make all the text appear in the box, and then you can manually, manually advance to the next thing. Okay. The problem is is even if I'm manually advancing, I, I I do it so, like I'm reading so quickly that sometimes I'll hit the button and an entire box of dialogue will vanish. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah. And I just, I, there's no way, and like, the, I real, like once I noticed it with Great Ace Attorney, I realized the exact same thing was happening with 13 Sentinels, mm. where I just couldn't find a way to get into a comfortable rhythm where I could actually engage the game normally like a normal yeah. human being and so I, I don't know what to do it's it sucks because i really i love the story i love the characters i do still love the investigation stuff you know uh, the whole examining your case log in ace attorney and examine like it's been six years since i've played one of these and the moment it was like maybe you should take a closer look at your evidence i was like ooh. <laughs> What part of this photo of a crime scene did I miss before? That steak knife wasn't there before. I, uh, I love that. That shit's great. <laughs> I love that, like, that feeling when you know you've got it and you present the evidence. Awesome. But it's just such... It, there's so much time. It takes so much time to read what would otherwise be like a 1,000-word short story. Mm. it's just yeah like I, I'm almost like can you just print out yeah, the script <laughs> <laughs> some intrepid Capcom's user on game FAQs has a full like transcription that you can just print up and throw out a three ring binder like you're Capcom, 12 can you, yeah please can I get can I can you just turn this into a comic book for me I could blow through that <laughs> I'll even you can lock the pages lock the pages I have to solve I gotta figure out the alibi for this one witness before I could turn the page. Make it a scratcher. with that. Yeah, I don't know. I was wondering. I was wondering if you like you guys play so many visual novels so consistently that I, I was all, legitimately hoping that you might have advice other than stop being insane. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. You're not. You're not insane. Um, I. I don't read a lot, or read, play, whatever, a lot of visual novels. It's only the ones where the the story, the characters, the what, the hook is interesting mm -hmm. enough to me that I care about what's being said. Yeah. So 999, Virtue Class Reward, Dadgum Grandpa, AI, that stuff, because it's weird, and it's a mystery, and people are dying, and there's puzzles, and that's cool. And then what they're saying is often very directly related to what you're trying to figure out. If it's just like, oh, let me give you a slice of life, I right. don't care. Because A, because you're taking forever, and you're going to say the same thing five times, and it's not going to be that interesting. Piss off. Like, this is why 13 Sentinels does not appeal to me. I don't care. And 13 Sentinels, like, uh, man, it is... 
it's so cool like i think it's beautiful and i do love like the science fiction story mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. story like the story it's telling is so cool and strange but the way it wants you to engage with it the repetition the rep yeah. like, just the lost time but, but fucking kills me i'm like just give me a book just just give me just take the visual out i or just separate them just i'll sit i'll have a nice art book open while I look at it, uh, Dave, what am I doing wrong? I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I just, uh, yeah, really? I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, my thing is, uh, I really appreciate when these games have the ability to look at text that you've read already. Mm, um, yeah, so if you yeah. are skipping too fast past certain things, that you can at least go back and read it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I usually treat these things as, like, especially, like, if they're portable, as something that I read, like, before bed. Like, you know, like like you would a book. Yes. So, I would, I, yes. like, 30-minute chunks, you just sit down, you, you read a few pages, and then you're done. And I think, for me, that, like, like, I don't spend long enough that I get frustrated with the limitations of what it is. I think that mm. helps me. If just, I'm going to yeah. be reading something... It's either got to be extremely well written or really attention getting trash. Yes. And what are the other? Yeah. And visual novels by and large are not well written. Perhaps in their, in, in their original language they are. And I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody who's localizing them, but the prose just ain't that great. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, and I think you're, you are, very similar in that because you are a person who crafts language for a living the way something is being told is as important to you as what it's saying yeah and you and you know both of you that i uh i don't have an issue with an abundance of words no uh, no no i like you embrace I them. Like a lot of them i like a lot of them uh it's that's not the problem it's it's and like I understand too, especially when you're playing games that originated in Japan, that one of the natures of the way that language just conversationally is structured is that repetition is yeah. important. Uh, huge, yeah, it's a huge part of it. Yeah, but man, uh, there there have been so many times. Like I, I've I've probably sank about four or five hours into Great Ace Attorney, and I, I just want to be like, shut up! I or you've already said that so many times. <laughs> You know what's really funny about this, Anthony? The last time you and I were both playing an Ace Attorney at the same time, Mm -hmm. this is exactly the conversation I had with you about why I stopped playing it. Yeah, it was five. It was the one with, like, the shrink who's uh, your companion. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Finish the fucking story, Ace. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe I, maybe oh your God. problem. Yeah. Maybe your problem isn't that your like it's not your reading ability. It's just you haven't found one that's connected with you enough to allow you to break past that barrier. Yeah. I, I, it's just been a while. I yeah. love. I like the problem is, is the art in this game. The the whole milieu, the characters. Yeah. It's, it's great so good i want everything to do with it uh man you want to talk about a great ui feature a quality of life thing this ace attorney lets you turn off just the sound effects so you can leave on the voice and 
the music. But oh, you that's can good. Oh, it's amazing. That's good. So you, yeah. You don't have to hear Ace Attorney just being like, every five seconds. I, oh, man. Walk, it was walk, a, walk, walk. Yes. Walk, walk, walk. Yeah. <laughs> the bling. Like, I understand. Oh, my God. You wanted to tell me that you realized something. I'm following the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. I will yeah. suggest that maybe, like, I, one of the things that I really liked about 428 Shibuya Scramble is that it does a really good job of breaking the flow up. Where, Ooh, because right. it's like, it's like the there's not a whole lot of game to it. Like there, there are moments where you have to interact with the story and switch narratives to like progress. Uh, but for the most part, you're just reading text and watching like images appear and making the occasional decision. But it, it has like dialogue boxes, but it will also like, like large portions of the game are like paragraphs of text on the screen. So you really can like, if you want read a lot like mm. like 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 you want where you're like good. reading a book um because it, it is like there are moments where it's not just dialogue it's like actual prose uh so i think maybe maybe you just need to change it up you just need something a little different something where yeah. something where a mysterious person wearing a cat costume uh doesn't know how to remove said cat costume <laughs> and uh hijinks ensue also there's a bomb 428 is installed on my PS5 right now. It's just waiting for me to crack that seal. Um, Give it a shot. Yeah, I, I think I think maybe that might, if not like open you like open you up to other visual novels. At least maybe like break the curse just this once. The last time I played a visual novel and was just completely swept away by it was uh, the, I, I just miss Sing the guys the the whole team yeah that made hotel dusk uh and i cannot remember her, her name the woman who was the head writer on both hotel dusk games but the last game she ever made was it, it was it only came out in the uk in english but they made a sequel to that early ds game called oh, trace memory yeah was it like another code another code r it's good another code r for we that game's amazing and you like it's funny susan that one starts is like total slice of life stuff like you mm-hmm. are a, you know a teenager going to visit their parents at, and camping and by the end of it it's just like weird science experiments about memory and shit. well trace <laughs> like, memory was that's some good stuff shit. man yeah it was weird was, that game's fucking bizarre. Like you show up and it's like I thought you thought bet you thought you were gonna do some mist nonsense. Nope, ghosts. Nope. Deal with ghosts. <laughs> now I want to play that again. That's great, I, Susan. I wish that there was some way that I could just be like, here's an easy way to play another Code R. Mm. But it was a fucking hassle to play that game. Yeah, I had to imagine. figure out how to hack my Wii U. Oh, and, dude, oh God. It was, it's a lot easier. It's ass. a lot easier now than it was. Mm. Yeah, I, it's been like five it's literally. Years. Hey, it's... go to this website. Uh, what version are you running? Hit a button. Boop. <laughs> You're done. Ta-da. Bing. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's 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 what I've been playing. I did start. The world ends with you, Neo. The world ends with you, and 
it's pretty it's pretty uh it's very weird to see that series come back um because like it hasn't modernized what it thinks is fashionable Dude, at all the 90s are back limp biscuit just 90s are back. <laughs> main like headlined Lollapalooza as like a yeah. weird like the cool pastor have you seen his new look Oh yeah, with weird, the like the bleached Dur- yellow Dur- hair and his like yeah, goatee, Fred Durst became like like the Andy cool Warhol. the cool youth pastor at the local it's like mega very church. Upsetting. Yeah, it's not good. Oh no, it's not good, Susan. It's, it's not. Nobody wants it. Um. So our our final tale of somebody breaking through the veil and and getting finding their way into something that they've had trouble finding their way into before. Dave's back on his Final Fantasy bullshit. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. And your and you're, and you're Final Fantasy fourteen again. Specifically, Susan, yeah. Were you, didn't you two play Final Fantasy fourteen together at some point? Am Not I together. that? No? No. I tried it for a time? little while, and I, I, I very much liked it, but didn't understand enough about Final Fantasy uh, trappings to really appreciate what was going on and I didn't know enough about MMOs to so I'm like yeah I'm gonna peace out of this yeah I I played 10 hours of that game and then when it was like now you're level 10 now you can get these kinds of jobs in town and you can start trading these types of goods I was like Final Fantasy fuck you Um, (laughs) I will turn this car around Final Fantasy uh yeah, Dave. So it's working out this time. I'm back. You kids are really making a go of it. Yeah. Okay. So the this it seems like a like clockwork. They announce a new expansion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the internet, everyone that I know that likes Final Fantasy goes, Final Fantasy 14, it's the best Final Fantasy game. It's like every Final Fantasy game in one, and it's the best of all of them, and it's so good, you got to play it. Okay, but I don't do MMOs. Like, I historically just bounced hard off of them. Like, all my friends are in World of Warcraft. I tried the month, didn't do it. Like, even Guild, Guild Wars was free. No monthly fee. You just buy the game, but nope, couldn't do that. And and I've, I've been wanting it to stick for a while. And I think the secret for me was finally just letting go of trying to finish it to get to the good stuff quote unquote oh interesting and just letting it live with me so the last time i did it was a couple years ago the last we saw our heroes yeah (laughs) and uh i fin i actually finished the main like a realm reborn uh storyline which is like the very first like final fantasy 14 2.0 when they relaunched the game you play that story because you have to finish it to get to the expansions and uh, it's, it was very dry, but I finally got through it. And then I hit the... Uh, so in between expansions, there is patch content. There is content that they release for free as patches to lead into the upcoming expansion. And so the problem is, is that everyone talks about Heavensward. Heavensward's the first expansion. Heavensward is like one, like everyone says is like when the game gets really good it's one of the best Final Fantasy stories. It's like it's just it's it's worth playing. You have to get to it. But the problem is, is that A Realm Reborn is very much the product of 
a team trying to make a game in 18 months to replace a broken ass video game. Oh. And it's not and it's and it's just bog standard MMO stuff. Yeah, like it's, like just it's not like, bad. Now go kill 12 of these. But yeah, now come it, back. It's now like okay, we you, okay, uh, oh no, there's a bunch of goblins over there. We need you to kill the goblins. You go, you kill the goblins. Come. Thanks. Now you need to go talk to this guy in this town. Uh he's got mm. more stuff for you to do. And like eventually it leads somewhere, but it does it, like it takes a while to get there. It is like like even fans of Final Fantasy fourteen, like diehards, will say, like, yeah, it's 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 a climb. Like you have to be you either have to be willing to deal with it or you have to um, spend fifteen dollars to level your character up to level fifty and just skip past all of it. But then you miss out on the context for why things are going on anyway, and also the first fifty levels are a tutorial for your class anyway. It's like it's the conundrum, right? Um, they have done a lot to mitigate that if you decide to go that route. First thing, you uh, end up in a server that has a lower player count than other servers, and they automatically give you like twice as much experience up to like level mm-hmm. 60 or 70. And then Ooh. for pre-ordering Endwalker, they give you uh, an earring that you can equip that increases your experience gain by 30 or 40 percent up to level 70. So if you want to blast through a realm reborn, you can do it. You ignore all the side quests. You just have that that level boost from being in the server, the earring, uh and like like you're just all you have to do are story quests and like your occasional class quests and you can finish it in a couple dozen hours. It's not a lot. <laughs> a, couple a couple dozen, dozen hours. For, for, for an, an MMO, MMO. It, yeah. it is not sure. a lot. The, the, the 24 hours, it's so much time. It's yeah, so much it's time. a lot. But the thing is, it's like once you get to the end of it, you're like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for because you find like things start happening in the story that matter. <laughs> like yeah. you spend a couple dozen hours with these characters who are just telling you to do stuff and then, and then the Empire finds their hideout and like massacres uh, a lot of them and you're like oh shit is happening and then uh the last mission of the game is you infiltrate you you find like you find sid you get his airship back you do a huge like military uh like infiltration into the empire base where you find a magitech armor with like 16 other random people on the internet you find your own magitech armor you just start blasting shit and then you fight ultima weapon at the very end it's like oh this is but the like, cool hearing, shit hearing all this out of context hearing like but forgive me hearing this out of context i'm like that just sounds like a bunch of final fantasy shit happening in final fantasy town and i love that yeah. I, like i don't like why 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 is it unique? Like, why is it? Gripping? Why is it worth the trouble? Is what you're yeah, saying? That's why, that's why, yeah. Why is see, it twenty like a day of your life, a day, a day on Earth? Yeah. to get to that. Uh, I will say, getting to run dungeons with other people is really cool. They oh, it is. and they've done they've done some really cool stuff with like incentivizing play like for players who play a lot to replay old dungeons 
and to help out new players and also there's just the fact that the community for an mmo is like one of the nicest communities like in video game it's shocking like not to say that there aren't toxic elements of it but for the most part like if you're new and you just say up front hey this is my first time through this dungeon like uh, if other people have done it before they're like yeah okay this is what you need to do just make sure that you you do this uh we'll back you up if you need it um you're fine and so like people are really like forgiving are you like talking to them or in chat yeah speaking you're just i mean yeah not like voice chat but yeah in in like in-game chat uh, the, so and like the dungeons themselves are like the, they really are the highlights of this game because it's just it's really cool seeing all the different classes like the Final Fantasy jobs you know like the lancer yeah. and the archer and the white mage and, and everything just kind of like working in tandem uh, to like take down big bosses together and and do these like multi stage fights because there is a lot of like video gamey stuff that like isn't typical of an mmo like uh, there'll be enemy attacks where like you'll see like a cone shoot out of them and you have to dodge the cone um so you don't get hit by its like sweeping attack and then like if you get hit it'll knock you off the stage and you'll have to like get resurrected back and like there's a lot waffle waffle cone sugar cone yeah sugar ice cream cone I just want to make sure. Just a canonical Dead shape. Jokes. <laughs> uh, canonical there is shape. that. There's. I mean, you know. Also, if you're a, if you like Final Fantasy, it's just filled with that shit. Like by level yeah. twenty, you've got your own chocobo, and it fights with you as you're running around, and you can like customize it however how you want. You can name it, color it, uh, give it different saddles and stuff. Uh, there's a quest that's coming up. It was an old a quest from like 2019 that they're rerunning in a couple months. Where it's just it's a Final Fantasy 15 crossover event, uh, and you get uh, if you finish it and you get enough currency, you can buy the regalia and drive around. Oh my gosh, that's, that's cool! Tight. Yeah, see, like, like that's, that's the kind that's of cool. shit where it's just like like everything from every Final Fantasy game is in this thing. Um, but I was really hoping you were going to be like, if you run, if you d- do like run the dungeon and do a lot of stuff in the quest, you can get the cup noodle outfits for you guys. <laughs> oh my god, that would that's, be amazing. That's what I want. I want to uh, go into like the town square where everybody's dressed up in like these amazing gothic fantasy outfits and just be like, have the cup noodle hat on. I would do. Let's what? be honest. If you could get the cup noodle outfit, everybody would be wearing it. Yeah, everybody ever. Definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's just there's like the other cool stuff that they have in there. Like I've actually been spending time, uh, and this actually goes back to my original point, or which I'll I'll get to why I I'm, I feel like I'm sticking with this. Uh, I just spent the last week in Gold Saucer, uh, trying to get the currency that I need to buy this car when it's ready. And there's they're doing an event there where you get like bonus money, but there are and gold saucer would oh so be... gold saucer is a uh it's a reference to final fantasy 7 it is a yeah. giant theme park slash casino uh where you can go and you can uh there's like fashion events which give you gold and then there are like mini games that you can play with like other people i'm into uh, it one of them is so dumb uh where it launches you into an instance event with like 50 other people and you just have to like jump from platform to platform trying to get these like cactar statues to get as many points as you can and so you're just running around and watching like dozens of people try to make this jump and like beef and then respawn behind you uh it is it's it's very silly um and i think that's why i like it a lot it really leans into the silliness of it but 
what are you playing on pc you're playing on pc because mm-hmm. huh? like the but thing are is you use, like with a controller or yeah with a, yeah like the, yeah, the, the, you controller. can play with the controller just fun. it's like almost like yeah. built for it like just the way that they lay out the hot bars it's really smart um but no so the the reason why i'm sticking with it this time is because i have refocused what i want to get out of this game Mm. and it's no longer about wanting to get to the good stuff you know because i feel like that's colored my entire perception of this game is like everyone's like oh you got you got to get to the good stuff the good stuff's where it gets good and instead i'm just trying to have it live with me as a game that's just there when i need it Mm. so that's hmm. healthy interesting one of the things that I did to do that was before I was just buying time cards and now I'm just subscribing month to month. I just, okay. it, I've mentally set aside $15 a month and this game is just going to be here for me if I need it. And I think having that mindset is really helping me realize it's not something that I have to cram into my life as much as i can to get as much out of it in a month because who knows like i may not want to play it today or tomorrow or whatever but it's like well you got you got 25 days left on your time card what do you Mm -hmm. you you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta play you gotta play it and then i just don't because it feels like work it feels like stress dude that was how it felt when i was like i had my trial subscription to apple arcade like I, I mm. felt like I was like ah, I gotta be using this. I gotta be like making sure I'm getting my. You my have to be Fantasian in thirty days, or you're yeah, screwed. yeah, yeah. Which is like, like hey, you're a thirty nine year old man. You can do it, right? You have the time. Yeah, you yeah. totally. You could play this thirty hour game in thirty days, <laughs> right? No, jerk. <laughs> Screw you, Fantasian. Um. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad. I'm glad it's uh, it's like working out this time. Um, I do think that we need to create a new language, like for the world, because Endwalker is the most ridiculous. That sounds like the name of a video game on a TV show. Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, all of them do. Games. So there's there's Heavensward. There's Shadowbringers. Oh, <laughs> Come stop on, guys. it! Stop Bloodstorm. it! Bloodstorm. <laughs> No, there. What? That's from The Simpsons. I come that's on. From the, no, that's that's Bone Storm. <laughs> that's Bone Storm. <laughs> Bloodstorm. There's no way it's actually called Bloodstorm. I'm hold on. Bloodstorm Storm is like Storm a bad Blood, vampire excuse movie. Me. Oh, oh come on, that's yeah. even worse. Yeah, Storm. It's Heavensward. Uh, Stormblood. Uh, Shadowbringers, and then this no. last one is Endwalker. These are Come all on. bad horror movies. This is yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, every single one of them stars Christopher Walken when he refused to do any more prophecy sequels. Um, <laughs> how's that for a topical reference, Susan? Do you like that little fucking prophecy no, I, in your life? <laughs> what was the last time you thought about the prophecy? What? Okay, but that movie is tight. Yo, the prophecy is the best. <laughs> You want to talk about what's coming on after Swamp Thing on USA <laughs> Up All Night? Oh shit, it's 4 a.m. It's time to watch The Prophecy, a 90-minute movie that's going to play out over four hours with all the yeah, commercials. That's a, yep. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's, that's, how, that's how that that's goes. That's the good stuff. Yep. 
so before we before we totally bring it home dave give us give us the the speedy version of the final fantasy uh pixel things they're so close it's so close (laughs) and it, it breaks my heart because it's so close so the final fantasy pixel remasters they are remaking the uh final fantasies one through six uh, and they're, they're like they're even replacing some of the mobile versions and piece like Steam versions that are already yeah, out. Yeah, like they're getting, like they're getting rid of the crappy ones, right? Five and yeah. Uh, and what they've done is they've rather than using the, I don't think they're as bad as people say, but they look like, like, like amateur hour. Uh, the smoothed out like two D look of the the mobile games. They're replacing them with pixelized models. They're not the same as the Super Nintendo models, but they're a lot closer. They uh, have rearranged and redone all of the soundtracks uh, with Nobuo Uematsu overseeing the composition and the arrangement. Uh, the soundtrack's great. Like, they're really good versions of those songs. Uh, and there are quality of life features. Like, it's in widescreen. There are, like, actual visual effects. It still looks very, like, old school. But it like just enough modern touches. Like there's a mini map you can walk diagonally now. Uh, ah, it's it's, oh, it's hey weird. Now. That sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. <laughs> but when you use it, you're like, oh, okay, I'll allow it. Uh, it tells you when you've picked up all the treasure. Like if you if there are treasures you're missing in a dungeon, the map will tell you. Uh, just little that's, like neat stuff nice. like that. Uh, the the but man, okay. First off, the font sucks. It's bad. Like it's it's usable, but it is. Twitter's very upset about the it font. It is Twitter very. Is very upset about the, font. the font is not good. It's like it's squished. In a way that like a font shouldn't be squished, especially when on the Japanese font. There's a, uh, like, the Romaji, the English language text, is, like, normal and looks fine. Uh, So, luckily, that's easy to fix. Like, lots of fans have put together any kind of text package that you want. You just replace font files in the Steam folder. You can't do it on mobile, but on Steam, you just drag and drop in the font files. You can get font from Mystic Quest. You can get fonts from, like, like 8-bit fonts from indie games. You can get someone took the font from Mother 3 and put it in there. You could play with Mother 3 font. It's cool. Um, that's not so bad. The part that kills me is that... There's no V-Sync option on the PC game, and if you play, it, it defaults to a windowed mode. If you put it in full screen mode, uh, there's screen tearing. It's really bad. <laughs> really bad screen tearing. What? And, and the, there's no V-Sync option, so you can't fix it in the game menu. If you have an NVIDIA card, you could fix it at your global settings on your PC by like uh at, like turning on the like like synchronization and like triple buffering and stuff and it fixes most of the issues. I have an AMD computer. I'm I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> Yo, what was this? one of you will know this. What was the name of the old psychological experiment where some people were prisoners? And some people were like, oh right, 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 right. Was it like yep. the Milgram, or is it no, yeah, that, something is it... like that? I can't. I just can't remember. It was like you know this behavioral experiment. Yeah, yeah. Are we sure that these Final Fantasy Pixel remasters aren't <laughs> aren't a social engineering experiment 
that somebody paid Square Enix to conduct on Final Fantasy people. It is the only because this sounds it sounds preci- like it sounds it, it sounds like it was made just to fuck with people. Like it, nothing about it really this sounds does. like. I, I I know how I'm going to make money off these nostalgists. How, are, how let's let's see what let's see if this breaks them. It's just it's, <laughs> it's baffling. It's baffling because you can see that there are parts where they spent money, like the 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 remap. All the music is like redone and like orchestrated. Like they they spent money on an orchestra to remake these songs. They sound great, so there is money there. But then it's like oh, and then but okay. It defaults to a windowed mode because if you put it in full screen, the screen tears constantly. And <laughs> I just, like, it's so. This is their flagship franchise. Like, Final it, Fantasy, it's... like, you see the money dollars that get put into Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? And then they look at their legacy and go, eh. Mobile game. <laughs> Put it on Steam. I, 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 look, Spend ten dollars. Steam and mobile is where they're gonna make the most money from these. Yep. Ever. Yep. Like yeah, ever. It, there's I, I've been forcing myself near daily lately to remind myself that we're not normal. We're we're not we're not the people who are making a place like Square Enix rich. We're just not. Nope. We're never we're never even close to the people that are making them rich. So I, I know that this sounds like a super weird tangent, but just follow me for one second. I use this website called Discogs to track my record collection. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about Discogs is like it lets you curate your whole collection, but it's also a marketplace. And so if there's mm. something you're looking for, you can buy it there. And it's really fun. At the end of every month, they release uh, like, oh, here's like what was being traded around the world of records. And so this is a fucking website for people that like seriously collect physical objects for music. I think CDs, I know exactly final. what you're going to say. And at the end of every month, they show you, like, here are the biggest things. So it's, like, fucking nerds. Like, this is, you assume nerds, they're going to have, like, the nerd-ass taste. Like, nope. And this this month, it was, like, here are the most popular records sold in rock. Rock. The number one thing was the new John Mayer album. Oh! The number yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's it's got to be, like, Taylor Swift, right? It was, it was so just rock. It was John Mayer in electronic music. Electronic music. You'd think that like, ooh, this is a vinyl community. It's gonna be like some weird German experimental. It was fucking Moby. Moby. His <laughs> new album. His new album. <laughs> his new. I was like, Moby makes music in 2021. What's happening? And so it was this lesson that even in the realm that. I thought was the specialists, the nerd, like die hard community. Even there, basic ass bitches are the ones who spend the most money. Wow. So when Square Enix is like, where are we going to make bank with Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and Low six. overhead. With low overhead. They don't give a shit about us. They're 
We are a drop in the bucket. You want to know why it's not on Switch in like an $80 limited edition cart? They'll get to it when they have time. They'll get there eventually. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's just it's just baffling to me that, like, it, it kind of comes back to what, what we talked about when uh, The Quiet Man came out, where it's like, the same <laughs> company laundering the operation. same company that can make these like fantastic editions of like the the secret of mana series or like even the romancing saga like the game boy games got like a pretty decent collection that works well there's no screen tearing <laughs> that they just that they put this out for a series that is this ostensibly the thing that makes them the most money and it's just kind of broken yeah, and I don't know if they'll ever fix it. <laughs> That's the part that like. What's their incentive? What's their incentive to fix it? Why they got your money? Yeah, they got it, and I I think that the vast which is I why I cackle at you people. Cackle, <laughs> Susan. I'm getting it's every, every day is a challenge. I didn't buy these things. I'm not gonna. Too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give them the money this time. Good. That's the point. Maybe. Oh, you're gonna. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. It's broken and it looks terrible and the fuck's awful. All these things are true. No. Did you buy it anyway? Well, yeah. yeah. It's Final yeah. Fantasy. Of course well, I do. Well. Well. I'm g- I'm getting better. D- Dave, you and you and me, we'll get our we'll get our 30 day chips Someday. for Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, there was this, they tweeted out a $60 Cactor plushie, and I didn't buy it. Just take it day <laughs> by day. Okay, day by okay. Day. I would buy the $60 Cactor plushie 100%. Yes. They, I do, they, have, they, I they could do it. You could do it right now. They make that. They make a life size Tonberry. It's like, yay, okay, yay well, high. Mm, it's like 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's a little much, but I do have the giant fat Chocobo plushie. Oh, okay. That's just, tight. Yeah. That's tight. It's awesome. Uh, so before before we throw and thank the the people, we, as we're sitting here being like these Final Fantasy assholes, what do they do with their money? We're going to talk about some people who really do questionable things with their money. Like okay, that's one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we throw to that, I want to I want to horrify Final Fantasy fans who are listening to this. So way back in the day, speaking of Final Fantasy plushies, uh, they did two runs of these when the original Final Fantasy VII came out and then when Advent Children happened. Mm. But in, like, crane machines in Japan, they made, like, cutesy versions of all the Final Fantasy VII characters. Oh, little chibi versions. Yeah, little chibi versions. And they are now, as you might imagine all these years later, highly desirable. Mm. I had one of Vincent Valentine. And I just gave it to my child when she was two. I was like, this is yours now. And she loves, she loves Vincent. She, Vincent's a she. Um, And I'm like, yeah, man, go for it. Whatever, whatever Vincent is to you. But like people, people pay a lot of money for these things. The belt is gone. It used to have like a little plush gun. Fucking gone. The gold shoes torn to shit. And I just like I want to take a picture of it and just share it to collectors and be like, <laughs> I did this on purpose, <laughs> on purpose. 
Deal with it, you weirdo. This is like you putting amiibos in your mouth. Yeah, I, 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 man, I love messing with people with, like who are collectors so much. I got a buddy, diehard collector. I recently ordered a limited edition of physical cart of Darius, you know, the old shooter series. Darius, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like this new shooter, the new Darius collection for Switch, and it was like one of those. Lead like, singer small... hoodie and the blowfish. Yeah, yeah, it, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darius Rucker, the yeah. best shmup on PlayStation One. Darius Rucker. Uh, <laughs> they. So the, I've got one of those like small run, like a limited run place did the small run. And it came like one of the perks it came with was a like, po- like postcards. And okay. so my friend Jason, who's like a hardcore collector, I just filled out the postcards and it was like, I'm ruining this collectible to fuck with you. And I put a stamp on it and I just sent it to him. And I'm just gonna do it every time I get another postcard. <laughs> <gasps> oh. Bam, Dave. Whose fault is this? <laughs> the who the people who the are world? responsible for ruining limited edition memorabilia. Uh, <laughs> giving a shout out to Toast, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Adam Condra, Michael Coffee, the Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock. Gluttony One of Seven, Eric Van Quill, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Grugan. And I forgot to mention that those were our Patreon backers. Patreon backers! <laughs> they know Where who they are. people back us? At patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, guys, if you want to hear about crazy shit like uh, our, our reading comprehension problems while playing Ace Attorney or the weird stories we make up in our heads for our characters in Darkest Dungeon, you could go to Patreon, you give us a dollar, and it, it helps us to continue doing this. Uh, and even if you can't, uh, just share the show. Share the show with people. Leave a review on Spotify or iTunes, because that helps visibility. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash continue pod. You can follow me at a John Agnello. Susan, where can people follow you? Before I say that, I have to, uh, when you read the patrons, it reminded me. So one of the speed climbing medalists, I believe the gold medalist, in fact, is named Adam Andra. No shit. Yeah. So they keep saying his name. And I'm like, <laughs> every time. I'm like, <laughs> Anyway, you can uh, you can find me and other eloquent observations on Twitter at Susan Arndt. Oh, that's so funny! Like that's so. I wonder. Yeah, weird. That would right? be awesome. If, that would be awesome if that person had a stand-up record. Then just be like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, Dave, where can people follow you? Uh, follow me at uh, on Twitter at David Robots. Um, Twitch at twitch.tv slash continue podcast i think i'm gonna start streaming my final fantasy 14 stuff Ooh, you should do that do that just be yeah. do that. So. we should do we should do a uh we should do a three of us stream for the hundredth pot for the hundredth episode or something i love that idea yes yeah you want to do that like we should like we'll go old school like the, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. E olden times uh where we'll, we'll play umbrella core and dave will fucking smoke us <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> Inexplicably, the one the one multiplayer game I'm good at, and it's yeah, fucking Umbrella Core. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, we'll see we'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.